0: Slash Tech News. That's shipstation.com slash technews. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com slash education. Virgin Orbit just launched a rocket from a 747. Launching rockets from planes is a decades-old concept that never really took off. Billionaire Richard Branson thinks its time has come by Daniel Oberhaus. So, on Sunday morning, Virgin Orbit became the first privately funded American rocket company to reach orbit. Also, it's the only one to accomplish this feat from mid-air. Launcher One is the name of the company's liquid-fueled rocket, and it was released from beneath the wing of Cosmic Girl, that's the Virgin Orbit's customized Boeing 747 off the coast of California, Cosmic Girls pilot named Kelly Latimer ditched the rocket at around 30,000 feet, which is the cruising altitude of a typical passenger jet. And then it fell into a free fall for a few seconds. And then Launcher 1 fired up its engines and boosted itself off into space. Why, though? I hear you asking. Well, once it reached orbit, the rocket released its payload. Ten CubeSats built by researchers at NASA and several American universities... And then Launcher 1 fell back to Earth. It was a successful launch and a welcome win for the Virgin team because they've been dealing with setbacks since their first launch attempt last spring. That first test flight in May was aborted just seconds after the rocket was released because of a breakage in its propellant line. So after engineers fixed that problem, the company officials planned a second launch in December, but then they decided to postpone it because COVID-19 cases spiked around their headquarters in Los Angeles. Now, before this launch on Sunday, Virgin Orbit CEO Dan Hart told reporters, We've done a huge amount to assure the safety of the team, and so much of our launch operations and our activities are virtual. Doing it in the face of a pandemic is really amazing. Today's launch marked the culmination of nearly a decade of work by engineers at Virgin Orbit. It's one of the two rocket companies founded by billionaire Richard Branson. In 2018, Virgin Orbit's sister space company, named Virgin Galactic, it made history because it launched a spacecraft carrying two humans from beneath a custom plane. And that spacecraft sent them rocketing out to the edge of space. So obviously, Branson loves launching stuff from planes. And he staffed both companies with engineers and pilots who make it look easy. Now the question is, can he turn it into a sustainable business? Usually air launch is more associated with missiles that are aimed at targets on the Earth's surface, but it does have a long history in the space industry, too. The first orbital air-launched rocket was called Pegasus, and it was sent to orbit in early 1990 by Orbital Sciences Corporation. That company has since been folded into Northrop Grumman. And just like Launcher One, Pegasus is able to boost around 1,000 pounds of payload into space, and it's dropped from the belly of a gutted passenger plane as well. But in the last 30 years, Pegasus has flown only 44 missions. So just to put that into perspective, SpaceX has flown more than twice as many in the past decade. Will Pomerantz is the vice president of special operations at Virgin Orbit. Before their first attempted launch in May, Will told Wired, When I started looking at feasibility studies and thinking about whether we should do this, Pegasus was the blinking neon sign that was flashing in my vision 24-7. Technologically, Pegasus is a huge success, but from a market perspective, perhaps not. Will says Pegasus didn't attract many customers because when it launched, those customers didn't even exist. But in the last few years, the commercial small satellite industry has just exploded and now there are hundreds of companies looking for a cheap ride into space. Pegasus is still around, but the cost to launch the thing has totally ballooned over the past few decades. See, in the 1990s, NASA paid $16 million for a Pegasus launch. Today, it costs closer to $60 million. Even accounting for inflation, that cost has nearly tripled. And the price tag is more than what most of these small satellite companies can afford. Air launch was once an idea ahead of its time, but now Will Pomerantz believes its time has come. Virgin Orbit wants to hit a launch price of around $12 million, but that doesn't mean it won't have any competition. Launcher One can carry a little over 1,000 pounds, and that means it falls somewhere in the middle of the payload size spectrum. SpaceX typically launches the large satellites that Launcher One just can't. But lately, the company started offering rideshare services that send a lot of small satellites to space on the same rocket. And on the more lightweight end of the launch spectrum, there's Rocket Lab. And their electron rocket can carry up to 500 pounds to space. But Pomerantz says that Virgin Orbit offers something that none of its competitors can. Freedom. See, there are only a handful of spaceports in the world that can launch rockets to orbit. And not all of these can get a satellite or a spacecraft where it needs to go. So let's say you want to launch something to the International Space Station. Your best bet is to take off from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. But what if you want to put a satellite in orbit over the poles? You should probably launch from Alaska or California. And since Virgin Orbit's rocket is launched from a plane, it can take off from any airport in the world that'll let it, and it can tailor the launch location to the customer's orbital needs. But, as it so often happens in the commercial space industry... Technological innovations have outpaced the regulations that govern them. Last May, Will Pomerantz told WIRED that Virgin Orbit is still working with government aviation agencies around the world to get clearance to fly Cosmic Girl out of airports. He thinks the demand for Virgin Orbit's service abroad will speed the process along. He says the company has received a lot of interest from countries that have fledgling space industries but don't have rockets to put their satellites into orbit. He says you want to be able to move your entire launch site because then you can bring your launch site to the customer. Space is a tough business, and a lot of analysts have expressed concern that there aren't enough customers to feed all the new rocket companies competing for their money. Some of these companies will likely fold before they ever make it to orbit. A little over a year ago, Vector Launch, which is a rocket startup that won a $3 million contract to launch small satellites for the Air Force, They declared bankruptcy. And the launch company Astra has tried and failed to reach orbit several times. And last year, they had to forfeit a $12 million prize from the Department of Defense to any rocket company that could launch two rockets from different locations within two weeks. Chad Anderson says getting to orbit is really hard. Chad's the CEO of Space Angels, a space-focused venture capital firm. He says that's the brass tacks of it. There are all these venture-backed launch companies, and some have raised hundreds of millions of dollars, but how many have gotten to orbit? It's just SpaceX and Rocket Lab. Now we have Virgin Orbit joining this exclusive little club, but in the cutthroat world of launch services, it will ultimately be the market that decides whether the company gets to keep its membership. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science.